Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. I just wanted to acknowledge the season that we're in at the moment. We've been away on holiday for the last two Sundays, and I know the team have done an, done an admirable job of keeping things together. Nothing like thrusting a young team into a global pandemic and saying, you take care of church while I go away. They've done well. Um, we chose to meet this morning because we can. And at this stage, until we can't, we'll continue to do so. But uh, I sort of I vacillated a little bit. That's a fancy word. I flip-flopped a bit about you know, what kind of approach I was going to take this morning and, and what I was going to choose to highlight and, and how much would go into, you know, coronavirus or COVID-19 or the particular strand of SARS, or whatever it is that you want to call it. But I think what we'll do this morning is I just want to really challenge all of us on, on how we as Christians respond when something like this happens. Um, social media is a blessing, and sometimes it's the opposite of a blessing. Uh, and the truth is that we are in a time that is concerning, and I don't want to downplay anything that the world is going through at the moment. Economically, it's, it's extremely concerning. A number of people that are losing jobs and being laid off and you know, global recession and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to downplay any of that. And even from a health perspective, yes, there is every reason to be concerned about what is happening in the world. Uh, but there is a significant amount of exaggeration and hype and hysteria and panic and fear that is being perpetrated by social media and media in general. And so I just wanted to encourage all of us this morning to recognize that in times like this, the media is not our source of truth. Jesus Christ is our source of truth. The Bible is our source of truth. And I know from having worked in media for over a decade before I got involved in other things that, you know, the media exists for one reason and one reason only. And I can still remember when I went to Polytech, I was 19 years old, it was in the old Hoyts 8 building on Morehouse Ave that's now been demolished, but there was a Polytech upstairs there and I got in trouble for staging wheelchair races in the foyer and uh, Hoyts didn't like that. But I remember we sat in the classroom and the very first lesson uh, the lecturer said, why does the media exist? And all of us naive teenagers said, to entertain people. And someone else said, to inform people. And he said, no, 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 the media exists for one reason, to make money. That's why the media exists. It's a business. It exists to make money. And the way that media makes money is by getting as many people as possible to read what it's writing, to listen to what it's saying, to watch what it's showing. Because the more people that watch the more money it can charge the advertisers to advertise on their shows. It's very simple. So the question the media asks, which is the question we were asked all the time, was how do we get as many people as possible to listen to us? And the answer to that is that people are desperate for information when they are scared. And so the media knows that the best way to make money is to get as many people listening to what you're saying, reading what you're printing, watching what you're showing, and the best way to do that is to get people scared. 
And so the media will always exaggerate. They will always go to worst case scenario. They will hunt out stories that show that we need to be scared and we need to be worried because they want us watching their stuff, reading their stuff. The media is not our friend. Uh, amen. That's right. As Christians, we have an opportunity in this season to shine. And one of the things I've noticed in my life is that very often, you know, this, the Bible says that he causes his rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous, right? His sun shines on the good and the wicked. So it's not that we experience different reality to everybody else. We, we live in the same world as everybody else, but what separates us, what differentiates us, what sets us apart is how we respond when the rain falls on us. It's how we respond when we're hit with the heat of the sun. And so this is an opportunity for us as Christians to go, we are going to respond differently to how the world responds. I ain't going to buy 42 rolls of toilet paper. I just need 40. You know, there's, there's a lot of research that has shown that uh, this, is, this is the first significant uh, outbreak that we have had since social media has really been a thing. And so this is the first time that we have seen the impact that social media has had. And so there's been a lot of studies coming out just the last couple of weeks around the effect that social media has. And the truth is that when we jump on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is that you use, and we see everybody else posting photos of empty supermarkets, we freak out. And we go, flip, i got to get me some toilet paper. Like, without even researching the symptoms of coronavirus, toilet paper is not something you need to worry about. And so we run out as Christians and we act just the same way as everybody else does. And it's not okay. Um, I've got a slideshow prepared, which I, I won't go into, but I just spent five minutes this morning just looking at verses in the Bible that tell us not to be afraid. And there are so, so many verses in the Bible that say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God's with you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Jesus said, I love what Jesus said. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. And everyone goes, ah. And then he says, tomorrow's got enough problems of its own. Thanks, man. He says, don't worry. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which will transcend all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Do not be anxious about anything. Is coronavirus a thing? Yeah, it fits in that category. Don't be anxious. Job loss is a thing? Yeah, they fit in that category. Financial implications? Fits in that category. Concern for your out? It fits in that category. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, present your request to God. Caitlin, can you chuck up for me uh, my PowerPoint and just go to my second to last slide, which is like a bunch of things that we can pray for. Can you wake that up on the screen? Yeah, just push a button one more time and see if it like, I got all clever with it and made it fly in. There you go. So what we're going to do this morning 
as we're going to pray. Because the Bible says, don't be anxious, but to pray. Let's start with our leaders. So I'll pray, and then we'll just take a couple of minutes to pray for that. And then I'm going to get somebody else to pray for our healthcare workers. I might get Amanda to do that. So let's just get into our groups. And you can just start praying. You don't need to wait for me to pray. You just start praying, but I'll pray as well. Come on, let's begin to lift them up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our leaders. We thank you for our political leaders. We thank you, Lord, that your word encourages us to pray for them. And so right now, we just lift up uh, Jacinda Ardern. We lift up, you know, um, Grant Robertson. We lift up Winston Peters. We lift up the people that are making the decisions about what we do as a country and how we respond to this crisis. And Father, right now, we just ask that you would give them wisdom, that you would give them discernment. Father, we pray that when they get together to talk about what it is that they're going to do next, that you would be in that room with them, Father. We pray that they would have an ability to hear your voice, even if they don't know what it is, if they don't understand where it's coming from, if they don't even, you know, give you the grace or the the thanks for it, Lord. We thank you that you can still speak to them. And so, Father, we just release wisdom over our political leaders. We release discernment over our political leaders. We release clarity, Father, that they would make good decisions. Lord, we pray that above all else that your will would be done in this country in this time. Lord, we pray that your will would be done, that the decisions are made, are the decisions that you want to be made, Father. Just going to pray for our healthcare workers. Um, Lord God, we lift the entire healthcare system in this nation up to you. Uh, for the preparations that have already been made, for the information that's already been gathered and the research of what's happened in the rest of the world, Lord, that it's filtered back to us. Thank you that we have had um, a pre-knowledge of what's going on that we can prepare early and in advance. And Lord, I God, I pray for every person who's on the front line, whether it's a doctor, a nurse, a healthcare assistant, a cleaner, administration staff, um, the people who are restocking the shelves, Lord, I pray that you would protect them, uh, that miraculously that, yeah, we would um, stop contact with uh, the bugs that are trying to, to bring us down, Lord. Um, so I pray for your protection, and I pray for your protection over their families as well, that it wouldn't inhibit their, uh, their, their jobs and their, um, their workloads, Lord God. Father, I pray for patience and I pray for tolerance. Uh, when we come into interactions with a lot of the public and there's a lot of fear and anxiety circling, Lord, I pray against that anxiety catching uh, onto our healthcare workers, Lord, and that we would uh, keep a calm head about us and that we would give comfort to those who need it and information to those who need it as well. So, Lord, we pray for grace and we pray for patience and we pray for tolerance. Father God, we pray for wisdom uh, for those who are diagnosing Um, in these situations and who are pulling all the clues together, Lord, we pray for your wisdom and your knowledge um, to be in those diagnostics Um, and that the people who need to be in hospital would be in hospital and the people who need to be at home would be safe and at home and that it would be contained. Uh, Lord, we pray against uh, an an outbreak that would overwhelm the system, Um, but Lord, that cases would come through gently and be filtered through the system. Um, as need be. We pray for a calm. Uh, We pray against panic. Um, Yeah, and we pray for a real sense of teamwork and of unity in this as well, Lord, as we all muck in together. Um, And Lord, we especially pray for energy. 
We pray for endurance. We pray for good rest when people are not at work. Uh, we pray for days off uh, to be restful and relaxing so that when we're at work, we can be 100%. Um, cover them, Lord, with your protection, with your blessing. May they work together and get through this next season as a team uh, and that we would learn from it um, and that we would really see uh, how as humans you have created us to come together and to enjoy working together as a team. Uh, so be with us all as we work through this in this season, Lord God. Thank you for our healthcare workers. Thank you for how hard they work um, and for the journey ahead. Amen. Father, today we just lift up your church. Because your word says, you said, Jesus, that um, I will build my church. And um, we just surrender to that. We just give you your rightful place. That you will protect your church. You will build your church. You will cause your church to rise up and be who you created us to be not shrinking back into the darkness, but walking forward into the light and, and releasing your kingdom. And Father, we just lift before you the leaders of every church in this nation who declare you as Lord, that uh, you would give them wisdom and discernment, you would give them grace, and you would, that above all, they would, they would be hearing from you, Father, that they would be seeking you, and uh, they would know what it is you're calling them to do. To release your kingdom, to build your kingdom, to build your church. Father, we just, uh, just over the X movement, we just declare a new day. We declare just your wisdom and your leading, Lord God. Your Holy Spirit would just come and just show us the way. We, we ask for fresh revelation that in this time, in this, in this, uh, the, in this uh, challenge, that we wouldn't see it as a, a, a problem, but it's an opportunity, an opportunity to build your kingdom, to grow your kingdom, to push back the darkness, Lord God. And so we declare that over your church. And we just ask, Lord God, that you just... Uh, Help us to stay real close to you, to be hearing from you. Yes, going along and just doing what we're asked to do by the government, but most of all, and more importantly, hearing from you and obeying you, Lord God. That on the other side of our obedience is um, a new day, is, a, is the promised land, Lord God. And we want to bring this nation, we want to bring the lost of this nation into, an, into that promised land. Oh, Father, and just and, and individually down, bring it down to this church, these amazing people that I love and I'd give my life for. Father, I just declare your grace and your peace, your joy, your hope your faith and your courage and strength that we'd band together and uh, just push back 
the darkness, push back what the world wanted, push us into fear. We just release grace and we release courage, Lord God. And in through your powerful, amazing, glorious name, we declare it in Jesus' name. We live in a country called Aotearoa. It's the land of the long white cloud. And that cloud covers our country, just like you do, Lord. You cover our country. I speak health over our country. Every single person in this country, may you cover and protect and give full health. Because when you died on that cross, Lord, you took on all disease. All disease. So coronavirus, I say, go now in the name of Jesus. Go. You do not belong here at all. You do not belong here. You go straight back to the pit of hell. And God, you have a warehouse of abundant resources. I speak abundant resources over this country. I speak abundance over businesses, over families, over churches. There is no limit to your resources. There is no limit. There will be no losses in our businesses, Lord. No losses at all. I speak blessings over all the businesses. I speak peace over them. This will not affect them at all. And I speak peace over our people. I speak peace over people. You are a God of peace. And you are a God of love. So I cast out all fear. I bind it and I cast it out. We love you, Lord, and we thank you that you are the one true God. And you have cast out all gods of this country. You have brought them all to a halt. So this is an opportunity for us to to look up to you. (laughs) The one true God. We thank you, Lord. We speak life over this country. Life. You are a God of life. And we speak life over this country. And I fill this, fill this country, the Christians in this country, with your boldness. Boldness. Fill us now, Lord, with your boldness. And send us out to the people that need you. We are here for such a time as this. We've been hidden away, but now is our time to shine and get out there to the marketplace.
to the supermarkets, to the streets. I went to McDonald's the other night and I was just sitting there and the guy that I spoke to, he said, I thought you were religious. And on the back of his T-shirt was save my bacon. I thought, God, you've set me up big time here. You've set me up big time. I said to him, I know who can save your bacon and that's Jesus. And boy, did that open up an amazing conversation. It's so easy. So I speak boldness over this congregation. Fill them with your faith. Encourage, peace, love and boldness. We are not here to hide away. We are not here to isolate. So send us out, Lord. Send us out to the one. We thank you, Lord. We love you so much.